Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Diving Deep here on Project Nerd. This week we have a little bit shorter of an episode, but still a good one, as Dale sits down with Kristen Rulon, the developer of the Mindstar app. Mindstar app is a new app to help with mental health, and well actually I'll just let her share all the information about it. Uh, so take a listen, let us know what you think down in the comments. Hello, Pro Nerds. It's Dale here for another episode of Deep Dive, Project Nerds podcast, where we talk in depth about the topic you won't hear discussed on the other podcasts. I'm here with Kristen Rulon with Mindstar. How are you doing, Kristen? I'm good. How are you, Dale? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, could you please tell us a little bit about your app and uh, what you do? Sure. Um, as you said, my name is Kristen Rulon. I am the founder and CEO of Mindstar Health. We are the company behind the Mindstar app. Mindstar is an app that is actually launching this summer, and it's an app that incentivizes self-care. So we encourage self-care for all genders, and what's great is that the app is being built basically for, for everyone. So you build a self-care routine in the app, and as you check in or track your, app or your self-care over time, you're rewarded from businesses for taking care of yourselves. Basically, if you would think something of maybe like my fitness pal, but let's just call it my self-care pal, meets Groupon. So you're gonna get exclusive deals and discounts, free or discounted uh, products, services, or experiences from businesses that are basically cheering you on as you kind of move forward in your life in your personal development, in your self-care journey, which we believe is something that is important for everyone. Okay, very nice. So if um, when you say, you know, reaching out to uh, uh, somebody or trying to track your well, me mental well being, does it have to be seeing somebody specifically? Or is it just a maybe it's an event or doing something that maybe just makes you relax or feel good? Um. I'm going to say the way we have done the app is that we're going to have lots of um, suggestions of various things you can do, but you can actually put in your own things that you enjoy because everyone's self-care routine is different, right? That's like my one, husband, yeah. he loves to barbecue and I love to eat his barbecue. So it's one of those things where we're going to have tons of suggestions of things that maybe you might not even think are self-care. You know, society tells us that self-care is mainly for women you know, that it's expensive, it takes too much time. Um, and so one thing that my company does, we're hoping with our app and through our newsletter and through kind of public speaking and our social media outlet is to kind of tackle those misconceptions of self-care. So that's one thing about Great is that you'll be able to customize your own self-care routine in the app and be able to see your data over time and it's your self-care routine and it's up to you obviously if you want to share it with your friends but you can make it as personal as you want it to be okay very nice uh, how did you get started with uh, Mindstar okay so this has been a project for a little about a year in fact a year ago um, I just came home and I was I have three children and my husband is gone for work about 50% of the time and so I was doing dinner and my oldest handed me uh, some homework with a star on it. And I literally thought, where the hell is my gold star? Like, where is it? I'm thinking I drank my water, I'm doing my affirmations, I'm working out, I'm eating healthy, doing all these things. And then I noticed that I had a beauty subscription 
on my dining room table. Pretty pink packaging, all shiny and shimmery, and it just clicked that why aren't businesses basically celebrating us and doing things for us? First of all, I feel like it's no-brainer marketing, right? Because nowadays when we are purchasing something from a company, we kind of like to know what they stand for and what they're, you know, as far as what they're doing. Yeah, and how, So I feel like in that sense, it's a great way for businesses to great you know, gain some awareness, gain some, it's great for their brand. And it's also kind of giving back. And then, you know, obviously if you get something that's free or discounted, you're more likely to go check it out, right? Even if you don't use it, you're more likely to go check on their site, which means more clicks, which means in the marketing world, that's what you want. That's the, that's the ticket. So, um, I came up with the idea for this app and honestly, I had some limiting beliefs. Um, I have a background in journalism. I have a degree. I've got more than a decade of writing and design experience for various magazines. I used to do financial publications and I would produce 46 a year. So I've all this experience, but I thought I can't build an app. This is just a really cool idea. Surely it already exists. So I put it on Instagram. I have a pretty good little blog following at the time. Uh, our middle child is autistic. So I blog about anxiety and stuff like that. And um, from my own personal mental health struggles, um, I'm a survivor of severe postpartum depression, anxiety, which also plays a key part of who I am today and why I'm doing this. So I came up with the idea, posted on Instagram, just kind of journaled about it, didn't think a whole lot about it. And then a company approached me out of Silicon Valley, a small app development company approached me and said, hey, we love your vibe. We love this app idea. Tell us more. And I like to joke, I'm from Missouri, from the show me state. So I'm just like, um, see ya. You're probably a scam. And it's unfortunate, but that's just kind of the world that we live in right now. So I ignored them. Yeah, better safe than sorry. <laughs> right, right. So I ignored them and then... They came to me, they were persistent, not pushy. I mean, we all know about the pushy people. I mean, I get pushy people in my DMs all the time. And they just kept saying, we really want to talk to you about this. So they finally said, can our CEO please call you? And I just said, okay, I can, this is a choice. Like, which road am I going to take? Am I just going to tell them no and just be done with this forever? Or am I going to explore this door that obviously keeps trying to open? So I. I gave my number, they called on a Sunday. I'm pretty sure I was folding laundry. And the CEO called and he said, so some of my employees told me that you have this great app idea, pitch it. I never pitched anything in my life besides maybe trying to convince my husband to do like sushi instead of like tacos for dinner or something like that. So. Well, if you win those arguments, you'll be, you'll be fine. At the right, right, right. Those are the arguments you want to win, right? Like those are the, <laughs> those are the ones that matter day to day. Uh, so I pitched it 45 minutes later. He's telling us, telling me how we can do this. I'm just thinking cost. I have three kids, you know, I'm thinking of everything against it. So my husband and I talked, we flew to California we met these people. I thought I'm oh, going to wow. do business. Yeah. Yeah. First time in California. And I was down in Silicon Valley, which was intense. Um, but I wanted to meet these people first of all, so they know that I'm legitimate, that I was serious and for obviously to make sure that they were serious. So we, we did it. We did it. Just, it was a in and out. I mean, we flew to Oakland 
and my husband's a huge Chiefs fan, and we actually went during the um, Battle of the Bay between the 49ers and the Raiders, and everyone on the plane actually had on some sort of sports gear, some sort of football, and they were, somebody yelled, go 49ers, and my husband yells, go Chiefs, and I'm like, you do realize we're in Raiders territory, you might want to keep the Chiefs down. But anyway, so we went, within 24 hours, we had met them, talked about the contract, and flew back home because we just we just wanted to meet them make sure it was legitimate and come back so i guess it was my first official business trip at that time we didn't have um a name we just i had this idea i started exploring it and then in december um my oldest is really into space really into the solar system he has a solar system in um, his room we're always doing different science experiments or i'm trying my best to google and find stuff that's not going to cause my kitchen to explode we're doing very basic things um, and uh, so i came up with mindstar because i got thinking about what is something that is universal what is something that intrigues pretty much everybody and i feel like space is one of those things definitely so uh, that's how we came up with the idea. And from there, we've just been evolving. Uh, like I said, we got our website up that kind of explains that's mindstarapp.com. That explains kind of what we stand for, what we do, kind of more about my background um, and where we're taking it. But I do want us to be more than just an app. I don't want to put this app out there, which should be launching um, hopefully next month. I'm being told the 1st of July we'll do beta testing and then we should be good to go. Um, but I want it to be more than that because self-care education is so important with an autistic son, with a, with a husband who has PT, PTSD. I have PTSD from depression, anxiety, um, postpartum. Mental health is a huge, huge part of my life now as far as reading about it, cultivating the kind of life that I want to have mentally because it, it all starts there. Um, so that's kind of where Mindstar came from. And so, I mean, we have, we have big plans in the future, but right now it's just getting this app out, letting people know that this is going to be available to download and to try it out. You know, like anything, I told my husband, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, but with an app, we just put what we think is the best product at the moment. We get some feedback and then we just update. <laughs> we just do updates just like everyone else. So that's where we're at um, right now with our company. And I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, very nice. Um, this is, you know, the deep dive podcast. We did want to talk a little bit about, uh, mental health, maybe not your mental health specifically, which you're more than welcome to share with us. Right. Um, but I'm looking for, how do you go from, I guess, thinking you have a problem or maybe knowing you have a, uh, an issue that you want to take care of to using your app? So as someone who has, has had several mental, I guess, illnesses at once, and is currently dealing with some. This app is being built very um, user-friendly. So basically, when I thought of this app, I thought of somebody who was in a very deep depression, can't get out of bed, doesn't even want to do anything, has to just, takes all their energy to even just go to work. Because unfortunately, I've been there. and. You know, when you are in that hole, in that black hole, you don't know. You know logically that it's going to end, but there's just so much going on. You just don't know when it's going to end. And you feel like it's never ending. So 
and you're looking for anything. I was looking for anything I could when I was in the deepest, darkest parts of my postpartum depression and anxiety to just get through the day. And I have three beautiful children. I have a loving husband um, who now is graciously su supporting me through this new adventure. Um, and so this app is being built in an idea that it's going to offer this is a daily encouragement because whether you're in a, you're in a, no matter what you have going on mentally, we all, I feel like we all have something. How can you not have something? Turn on the news, right? And you just instantly have PTSD. Like it's just to, to a small degree, but it's just, there's so much going on right now. There's everyone's so anxious. Um, so many people are sad. And so Mindstar is going to be great because like I said, you're going to be able to build your own unique self-care routine. You know, so if you just, you could just put it in there, just taking a shower, just basic hygiene will be on there as a suggestion. Because when you're in a deep state, sometimes you don't, like you don't even want to do anything. You don't even sometimes even want to breathe. You're just like, I just want to just mold into this couch and never be touched again or never be talked to again. And you know, that's okay. It's normal to have those types of feels of time to time, why they may be sad, but you know, thankfully that stuff never lasts forever, thankfully, even though our, our brain likes to lie to us and tell us that. Um, so that's kind of where the app's being built. It's for, it's really, it's for everyone, no matter their state mentally, but it is being really geared, for, I'm really hoping those that are in maybe a little bit of a darker place can use this and find that little bit of daily encouragement. Do you think this will help people who are already seeking healthcare professionals, like using your app with a healthcare professional? Is there some connection there at all? I hope so. I'm actually working with a couple of hospitals here in Kansas City to actually encourage uh, mental health professionals to use it as a tool. In fact, I have actually been talking to my own therapist about this. I've had her for two years now and she can never retire. I've pretty much told her. Um, but she was a lot of uh, getting some really great feedback actually in our sessions because when I came to her with this, I was like, could this be used as a tool for mental health professionals? And so now to the point, she's all like, when is your app out? Because I want my patients to use this app. What's great and very serendipitous is that my college roommate, who was my maid of honor in my wedding, we reconnected over the past seven, eight months she is a mental health nurse practitioner. She is now, I've started a mental health advisory board. And so she is the director of that board and she has pulled together some RNs and some therapists and some other professionals. So MindStar is being built from a patient and professional perspective. So that is the dream, is to hear that, you know, that there's different mental health professionals are using it as a tool um, because I feel like when it comes to mental health, the very first thing when you're having a bad day is your self-care goes out the window. That's the time we need to be stepping up our self-care. But naturally, we just, we're so in our mind that we start neglecting ourselves subconsciously. I've been in similar situations as probably everybody has where you are in bed and you don't want to move and the world sucks and you hate it and... I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. My question to you is, like you said, you get rewards for the small tasks you do. Is there anything that the app can do or you have any knowledge that would help you 
to make that first step or to make that first uh, movement? Is there reminders or anything that the app does or that um, something would just push you that just a little bit to start the journey? Yeah, we're going to have notifications set up and we're actually been talking about the timing right now is, is for that is helping people. Hopefully, yeah, they do get a little alert on their phone and they look at it and it's like, okay, yeah, I need to get up. I need to get out of bed, you know, and you know, whether that I even did it where I did it on paper, basically where I was like, okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to check this off. Okay. I got out of bed. Okay. Now I'm going to go brush my teeth check. I went to the bathroom, check. Like I just kept thinking of all these things I could do. I was so, at one point I was so bad that I would go to bed thinking, well, at least tomorrow I get to have my gummy vitamins. I have three beautiful kids. And I was like, well, at least I like my gummy vitamins because that's how, where I was. I was like, at least I can get out of bed. And I would strategically put them in my kids' bathroom and not in my bathroom. So I would get up like, all right, get up. Oh, Hey, Hey, I like those gummies. You know what? I'm going to get up and go get those gummies. They're in the other bathroom down the hallway. And that sounds so silly, but it was something like that, something so small, even though I have all these amazing things, that's just, unfortunately, our mind sometimes can either be our best friend or our worst enemy. And it's kind of, that goes back, that goes into whole monkey minds and different things like that as far as um, learning to control your thoughts to a degree. I don't always agree. People talk about controlling your thoughts, but when you have a mental illness, all you do is you want your thoughts to stop. And when you try to get them to stop, uh, they sometimes just get worse. It almost gets yeah. a, a, a lot worse. Yeah. So that so that's where um, meditation, and we'll have suggestions for things like that. I mean, we're not going to have like – That was my next question is suggestions of things you can do uh, when just a, uh, a star isn't enough, like it, it, something to, right. to push you. Right, yeah. We're also including notifications, uh, suggestions for people who might, um, of course, you can turn those off or on, but yeah, we'll be not just notifications say, hey, did you check in today? It's also going to be suggestions of things to try or do. And what's great about the rewards that we're doing, um, there's not going to be any alcohol, so sorry for anybody who's hoping that they're going to get a discount <laughs> to use to go buy alcohol um, or anything uh, sex related right now uh we're really trying to curb addictions not trying to help addictions so but what's great is that you know you're going to get rewards that might be for a new restaurant maybe you haven't tried yet or maybe it's a painting class or maybe a rock climbing you would never do it but if you got a week free you're like well i'm gonna go try it for a week and then you're getting out of the house you're trying something new you're connecting with people even if it's just you just get catch a glance. The point is getting people hopefully out of their comfort zones a little bit and kind of experiencing life a little bit because we get so stuck in our minds and kind of our daily routine that I'm hoping with some of these incentives that it's going to pull people out and hopefully get them into some new hobbies or things they've always wanted to do, which I have found like I oil paint. It's just for me, no for no one else, but it's extremely cathartic. And so that's something that I never would have thought I would do, but I always wanted to do. And so I basically just told myself, I'm going to take an afternoon and just do this. And now I do it as often as I can. And it's one of those things, again, that I don't plan. I feel like we all need hobbies or things that we do that we tend to make no money off of. If we do eventually, but I feel like we're such multifaceted beings that we need hobbies outside of just our jobs and our careers. And like I said, there's oil painting. I do, I do a bunch of other things that I have no intention. 
not that it's going to take away. I mean, if I were to make money, that would be fine. But I feel like we, we need to explore different parts of ourselves that maybe we didn't know that were there. Like, I feel like we're all creative people, but I tell people, oh, I could never paint. Well, you don't have to show anyone. You just go with the flow and just see how it feels. And you'll be surprised how you feel about it. Again, I don't, not that I'm ashamed of my work, but it's just for me. That is a, a hobby just for me. So I'm hoping with this app, we can get people out of their comfort zones and maybe reconnect, maybe connecting with people. Maybe they wouldn't have, and maybe hopefully building new friendships. Very nice. Um, what is some mental health stigmas that you find aren't true? Oh, that aren't true. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, like it's a loaded question because there's so many, um, you know, I think one thing that people assume is that PTSD is just for veterans. That is extremely inaccurate. Um, I, I have a husband who has PTSD from his experiences in Afghanistan uh, when he was deployed. And so I see that. And then when I tell people that I have PTSD, they get confused. They say, well, you didn't go to war. Actually, I did go to war. I worked a full-time job and raised a four-month-old and a three-year-old by myself for an entire year while my husband was at war. I was at war in my own way. But I feel like people just, that's, that's one thing. And they don't realize that PTSD is basically, it's post-traumatic stress disorder, right? So it's post-trauma. And there's so many different types of trauma. And my severe postpartum depression anxiety actually came from a birth control shock. And so I had that misconception as I was coming into recovery and I was feeling better and my thoughts, my anxiousness was getting better. And then I noticed I started to have flashbacks. Certain things would trigger. And I, at the time, this was probably two years ago, I went to my therapist and I was like, I keep having this stuff. And she's just like, oh, that's PTSD. You know, you're having flashbacks and it's triggering all these past emotions and experiences that you had that, excuse me, at the time, I was just completely unaware because I was very naive four years ago when it comes to mental health until I had that birth control shot. And a week later, everything changed. Like to tell people that I was a mirror basically, or this just very simple painting, maybe just one color and it shattered. And now basically I'm a mosaic as we like to tell people that I'm just these different colors and different things kind of pieced back together. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. You're good. Um, that's, that's why this is called the deep dive. We don't, we don't <laughs> <spend> the service. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I think that's a very big misconception. Um, and there's different ways to handle it, but I think there's all different types of trauma. And honestly, I feel like we all have trauma to some degree. Everything, you know, I have friends who have, you know, trauma that's unfortunately maybe it's, uh, it is, it's, it's child molestation and, and things like this or being uh, physically abused or emotionally abused. You know, um, I've worked through my own trauma of being raped by my ex-boyfriend when I was a teenager, who at that time, I didn't even know that I was holding that. That's what was so great about therapy. And I will add that there is, a, there is an extra um, part to the app that we are adding. So the app is free for users, and I really want to keep it as free as possible. We're adding a help page. 
So basically, if you already have a, health, a mental health professional, that's fine. But let's say you're on the app, you're doing this, and you've decided that you want to take it to the next level. You'll be able to go on the app and have your location services on. You'll be able to see within a 30-mile radius all these mental health professionals who have signed up for our help page. And what's great about our help page is it's, it's going to be really cheap. It's $9.99 a month. And I've talked to different mental health professionals and honestly just paid for getting one new patient off a of $9.99 a month, so 120 a year, it pays for itself. But you'll be able to see what's great is that they're going to be able to control their ad. And we are vetting that. So it's not just anybody pretending to be a mental health professional. We are going to obviously make sure they are legitimate. But on that help page, you'll be able to see their location, obviously, phone number, or um, email, uh, their preference. Some therapists prefer text. So that's great. I have friends here in the Midwest who can't wait to get on the app because they're hoping to get, you know, clients from, you know, patients from all over because, you know, text therapy is huge right now. You know, you have Talkspace and BetterHelp and things like that, which I have done, uh, but I'm one of those people I prefer a little more face-to-face. -face. So you're going to be able to, a uh, therapist will be able to put their specialty, and this is the big thing, is that they'll be able to put what insurances they take. Because when I was looking for my therapist, it took about two months. I won't read out my insurance company, but I will just say that the first five, they were no longer on their, on their suggested site of professionals that took my insurance. They were no longer in service or they had moved out of the area. And when you get to that point, or at least when I was at that point, and I should have been in therapy a long time ago, but when I finally went two years ago, I wanted to talk to someone immediately. And then you have to go through the whole process of waiting and double checking, do they really take insurance? The providers know what insurance they take. So they'll be able to put that on the help page. So when you're scrolling through, you'll say, oh, this person takes my insurance, perfect. I'll call them up. And then I'll, then I'll have to obviously call my insurance to see what my coverage is because I've been talking to quite a few people over the past year and they say the two things they say is therapy's too expensive or they say, well, I think my insurance covers it, but I have no idea what my coverage is. They don't know. Um, so that's one thing that's great about the help page is that we're going to be able to help people who want to take it to the next level. They're going to be able to find it. And we're going to have crisis numbers there, crisis text numbers on there. So if you need to talk to someone immediately, of course, we want that 100%. Um, but it's, we feel like it's a nice kind of additional part of the app because, uh, there's a talking about misconceptions of mental health. A lot of people think of women they don't think about men's mental health. So my husband and I talked to specifically, you know, about how he's thinking what well, there could be, you know, friends of his that are on this app, the self-care part. But then, you know, if they want to go see a professional, they can do it discreetly on the app and find somebody. And it's just on their phone, you know, uh, not that someone would be looking at their history on their computer. I don't know. But uh, the idea is, is that to help people to take that next step if they want it and to make it easier because unfortunately, in the healthcare system that we in, we're all worried about our insurance. Is it covered? If it doesn't cover it, forget it. You know, it's not worth it. In fact, I had a cousin that actually died because she went into her primary doctor and they said that you need to go see the ER immediately. She was becoming septic. And they said, you need to go to the ER. She was worried of her coverage and wanted to double check. She went to sleep and did not wake up the next morning. Oh, dang. Yeah. Left a 14-year-old and an 8-year-old. 
Mm. All because she was worried about her insurance. So that um, some of my life experiences or, you know, people in my life, some of the things they have went through or people I have lost are also kind of a big part of this app being built is trying to find something that will hopefully help a lot of people, hopefully get them to be more aware, more empathetic, you know, more compassionate toward themselves and give themselves a pat on the back. Because like I said, we're in kind of a, sometimes we're in a mental state. We don't even know where we're at. We're like, I don't have a word to describe this emotion I'm in right now. Um, we unfortunately neglect ourselves. So I'm hoping that with the notifications and this app that we can encourage people to really start looking at their self-care and building a routine and know that it's not just face masks and bubble baths and it's just for women and it takes too much time because I have to be sitting in a sauna all day. I mean, that sounds wonderful, but that's not realistic for everybody or anybody really. So that's what we really tackle with my company when I go out and publicly speak to different places. I do different uh, workshops on self-care misconceptions and how we kind of tackle those um, from, from basically for all genders. That, that's perfect. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. I, I, I will go all day if you let me. So <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out a way to, it's a good stopping point. No, you're good. Um, is there anything that you think we haven't talked about that you would like to talk about real quick? Um, Something that's uh, related either to your personal experience, mental health in general, or the app? Um, I don't think so. Um, I mean, if you go to mindstarapp.com, you can basically, you can see what we're doing. You can sign up for our newsletter. Um, if anyone's interested in hearing more, um, if anybody wants to reach out, I love connecting with people, um, you know, at mindstarapp on Facebook and Instagram. Um, um, I will say that, um, if you, so you've obviously seen our website, you see our colors. We did, we did a lot of research into that actually, as far as what was going to be appealing for um, all genders. A lot of self-care apps are geared towards women and they are pinks. They are sage greens and whites in, in clean lines, which is great, but we wanted to stand out. So, which is why we went for that whole space theme. And so if you see our, on our social media, it's all kinds of beautiful, you know, vibrant space photos of different things. Occasionally I will read up on space facts and twist those for personal development. Um, for instance, don't be Jupiter or make sure, you know, check your relationships. Is it like Pluto and its moons or is it like moon and earth who are very harmonious with their relationship? So we try to put a, a different spin um, on it and we are really big about all genders. Now I know when it comes to men and self-care, that is a bigger hurdle. Right now, you know, when it comes to our overall following, it's 75% female and 25% male, but I will take that 25% because I know that that's going to be, as a company, excuse me, that advocates, as we say, universal self-care because we really try to promote things for everyone and basically take gender out of the equation. Now, obviously, there's going to be some things that are maybe that are technically geared more feminine or more masculine, but we all have feminine and masculine sides to ourselves. So we really try to uh, 
make ourselves stand out with with that whole uh space theme um and it's just i don't know i mean the universe is just appealing and mysterious and i kind of feel like as human beings we are we are our own inner universe we are mysterious as well so yeah. i think that's all i really have to add is kind of why we chose that and you know the overall look of what makes us stand out from other self-care apps uh, the two colors I see on your page are blue and purple and uh, project nerds colors are blue and uh, my podcast is purple. So oh, see, we're yeah. on board with that. Yeah. All right. Yes. Those are great colors. Um, but Kristen, thank you very much uh, for being with us here on the deep dive. Uh, we, um, you said that July 1st or at least early July uh, 2019 will be the um, possible beta uh, to get Mindstar. Yes. Yeah. Right now it's on my phone and, you know, I'm doing testing. And of course I have my team of people who I would like to add is very Midwest. I pay them in food. I'm not even joking. I pay them an apple pie filling and barbecue uh, because these are people that are bringing their different levels of expertise, whether it's marketing, you know, whether it's design and writing uh, people with a, uh, you know, more of a, mental health professional background they're basically working for me for free which i am so gracious of the team because they are very passionate about this and they believe in this and they believe in me and they believe in what we can accomplish together because we like to say that it's not your mental health it's not my mental health it's our mental health and we're all essentially one mind because we're all essentially the same you know it doesn't matter how much personal work you do it's a lifelong journey it's a thing, it's a commitment to yourself every day to love yourself and to take care of yourself. Um, so yeah, it's um, one of those things where I'm very fortunate that they're, they believe in me and what we're trying to do. And I don't know, I'm just, we're ready to launch it. Uh, if anyone is interested in um, being a beta tester, we are going to be I'll probably do about 50 people. If anyone's interested in maybe being part of the beta mm -hmm. testing, uh, they are more than welcome to just you know, message me again at Mindstar app on Facebook or Instagram and send us a, a private message and we can possibly get you on that list for beta testing. But once for the whole app, I've been doing pages and things like this for months now. Uh, but yeah, the idea is, is that by the end of July, we're live for the whole world. And then we just go from there. Very nice. Well, Kristen, thank you very much for joining us on Deep Dive. And we look forward to seeing your app when it comes out. Thank you so uh, all much. All Kristen's information will be in the description of uh, project-nerd.com or any of the other sites we post this podcast. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you.